The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Entrepreneur Enlightenment with your host, Irina Benedict. This is where business and spirituality meet. If you've been looking for freedom in your life and your business, it's time to learn how to combine practical business strategies with spirituality and love so you can grow your business with ease. Now, here is Arena Benedict. Hello and welcome. This is Irina Benedict and you are listening to Entrepreneur Enlightenment Show. Thanks for tuning in. Today we're going to talk about how to find your niche to thrive, to thrive in business that is. But also, even if you are employed and you are in a career, I still think that finding your niche is very important. So this show is, um, the way I make it, I make it as a course. So it builds one on the other, but each episode is also independent. In the first show, we talked about enlightenment. And the definition we use for enlightenment is the state of understanding something. We are being in a state of enlightenment when we understand that we are an expression of the divine source or universe or whatever you want to call it, a higher power, and that we have come here with an important purpose. And also when we understand that whatever happens to us, uh, good and sometimes things that don't feel as good, there is a purpose in it and there is a purpose for us to grow. So this is where we become in a state of enlightenment when we look beyond the surface, beyond what appears to be real and understand the depth of our experience. And uh, I found a quote that uh, expresses this very well is by Jennifer Howard. And she says, for most of us, enlightenment is not a destination or graduation into a permanent higher state of consciousness, but a moment by moment experience constantly fluctuating between degrees of wholeness and limited consciousness. So this is what I believe, the enlightenment is not the final destination as uh, in some uh, spiritual practices is taught. I find that is a, as Jennifer Howard says, a moment by moment experience. And we always have the choice to come back to ourself and to come back to our higher self and meditate on what's happening and wanting to understand how this, how can I move forward? And this is what I call enlightenment. And then there is, um, like through my work and through what I experience with my clients, I noticed that uh, having a purpose-driven business is a very good path to enlightenment. So this is the premises for this show and the premises for what we're talking about. 
in the second show, we talked about purpose. And I have given some some questions for you to ask to find more clarity into your purpose. And I really invite you to listen to the show if you are still a little bit unclear. And I don't know if we have time today, but I have received more questions about purpose. So hopefully we may be able to talk a little bit uh, towards the end about uh, going more in depth about finding your purpose. And general, in general statement, our ultimate purpose is love. Our ultimate purpose is love. To love who we are, to love people we come in contact with, and to put love into the world through our work. So the ultimate purpose is love. Today, we talk about how to find, how to define your niche in business. And it is also about love, like who you love the most, like what segment of the population you love the most, what you love the most to do. So we will go in depth. I want to also remind you that you are my guest into the show. I specifically, uh, for now, I, I don't invite other guests because you are my guest. We we are going to talk about the niche, about the topic, and then I invite you to call in with your questions. The number to call is 866-472-5788. 866-472-5788. Or if you feel more comfortable, you can email me at ask at irinabenedict.com. Ask at I-R-I-N-A-B-E-N-E-D-I-C-T dot com. So when you call, just say a few words about where you are in business. It can also be a little bit of uh, publicity for you. Where you are in business, give us a bit of background to understand the question and then ask your question. So let's get into the topic. Today we're talking about finding your niche to thrive. And I strongly believe that it's easier to find, to grow a good business when you have a defined niche. I also believe that the niche is related to your purpose. And um, and we will discuss those in detail. And at the end, we'll also talk about what to do when people outside your niche are interested in your services, because that does happen. So as usual for me, because English is my second language, I go to the dictionary to find the definition of the niche or niche. I, I found both, both ways of saying it. So I, I think I'll say niche. So the definition is this, a niche is a comfortable or suitable position in life or employment. This is one definition. And an example is, he is now a partner of a leading law firm and feels he has found his niche. A synonym is an ideal position. So a niche is, the synonym is ideal position. And you may hear that she found her niche in life. In business though, Niche represents a specialized segment of market for a particular kind of product or service. 
Also, is there noting or relating to products, services, or interests that appeal to a small, specialized section of the population? And this is the word small is what creates the paradox. Because when you set up your business and when you're new in business and you're hungry for clients, the idea to restrict your offer to a small segment of the population is really, really scary, right? Because it doesn't make sense. Like you want clients, you want as many clients as you can because at the beginning you have none. And then somebody comes along and say, hey, you have to restrict uh, your um, your segment of the population and really be specific about who to serve. It's really scary. But in my experience is that when you define what you specialize in, that's when potential clients easily recognize themselves. This is when you also get more referrals because friends and family understand who you serve. And this is the power of need. It's a paradox but it's actually true. It's when you define your niche is actually you get more clients. So finding and defining your niche is an important element in building your thriving business. Because when you try to sell to everyone, your message is so general that your potential client cannot identify. Therefore, they cannot buy. So I'll give you I'll give you an example because examples are usually what drives the point home. So if you remember the last episode or if you heard the first caller in the last episode, she was talking about wanting to become a Reiki practitioner. So when you say to someone, I'm a Reiki practitioner, like if you say to me, I'm a Reiki practitioner, like I don't know if I need Reiki and and because I'm I'm not sure, then I may not connect with you, right? So if you tell me, hi, I'm, I'm so-and-so and I'm a Reiki practitioner, I say, yeah, nice, but I don't feel that connection. When you say to me, let's, let's change it and see that uh, if, she, if she had defined her niche and you say, she says to me, hi, I do Reiki for kids who doubt themselves and I help them gain their independence. That's a that's a different story, right? Because then I find that interesting. I find, oh, okay, so you do Reiki for kids who doubt themselves and help them gain their independence. That's interesting. And then maybe my nephew pops into my head because I believe my nephew doubts himself. And bingo, we got a connection. Then I may refer um, your services to to my nephew's mother, right? It's that power. This is the power of defining who you're working with, like your niche and what you do for them, right? Like um, defining um, defining what you do for them. The next show we'll talk more about how to speak about results in your. Um, in your marketing and not about the method to get even more clarity. But today, let's focus on the niche. So I'll leave you with a thought as we will probably shortly go to a break. But I want you to to really write this down for you you while you are in a break. When you define who you are, 
you're also connecting more with your purpose. So if you know your purpose or if you listen to the last episode, write your purpose down. And then write what are your skills and your experience because those are suited for your purpose as we as we discussed. But also when you define your niche, you want to come from this experience, like from what makes me good at what I do. And this is how people find it easy to connect with you. So what am I good at? Who are the people that I really like? And when you get scared about the niche is too small, I want to remind you of something. There are 7 billion people in this world. So your niche is never too small. When... When you work on your niche, I want you to also consider a Buddha statement that I found on the internet. When you dig a well, there is no sign of water until you reach it. Only rocks and dirt to move out of the way. You have removed enough, soon the pure water will flow. This is how you also define your niche, by moving away the rocks and dirt and then the pure water will flow i'll see you shortly after this break news opinion your voice counts call toll free 1-866-472-5787 1-866-472-5787 voiceamerica.com Would you like to find ways to thrive in business and follow your purpose? Many entrepreneurs start their business to be free of constraints, true to themselves, and to make a difference in the world. Once on their own, though, they struggle with clarity of their purpose, confidence to sell themselves, and not being supported in growing their business. You don't have to struggle, and you don't have to do it alone. Join Irina Benedict and the community of purposeful achievers at the Entrepreneur Enlightenment Academy to get support and learn strategies so you, too, can thrive in business while following your purpose. At EntrepreneurEnlightenmentAcademy.com, we combine personal transformation, spiritual healing, and business management strategies to support all aspects of your entrepreneurial journey. Purposeful entrepreneurs like you have a very important mission, to raise the consciousness of the planet so that love and peace prevails. Start your journey today. Go to EntrepreneurEnlightenmentAcademy.com and download your free ebook, How to Transcend Limitations and Thrive. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You 
are tuned in to Entrepreneur Enlightenment. To reach the show live, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send your question via email to ask at arenabenedict.com. That's ask at I-R-I-N-A-B-E-N-E-D-I-C-T.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, this is Irina Benedict. Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Enlightenment Show. Today we're talking about niche and before the break I explained why going narrow like defining your niche is helping your business thrive because more people can identify with what you do and they will be able to connect with you faster. And I gave an example, and I know I got some um, message at the break uh, from uh, someone who is my client, and she's on the show, listening on the show. And on her last session, we were defining her purpose. Right after the last show, she got a big insight into what her purpose is, and then in her private session, we took it further and, and discussed it. And after after her session, she wrote her notes. And I saw that from the kind of the niche that we talked in the session, she broadened it. So I'll give you an example. Her experience is in mediation and she has experience and she experienced um, a divorce. So she experienced she knows how to deal with when you are in a crisis of a divorce and also from from what she does she has experience in mediation and when she she wrote her marketing message she said i work with people in crisis and i find that's how we tend and believe me i've done it the same and i'll tell you my story that's how we broaden our niche instead of narrowing it because if we specifically say we work with divorce like people going through a divorce and we help them with a crisis it's much narrow and people recognize themselves but when we say we work with people in crisis like what kind of crisis um health crisis divorce crisis um uh, mortgage crisis, they cannot find financial crisis. It becomes too broad, and then people glaze their eyes over your marketing material, or even your supporters, like fa- friends and family that would like to help you get the business. They will talk about it, but it doesn't connect. So I know you're you're scared about going too narrow, uh, as we said before the show. The, the world is so big. There are so many people in the world. And with the technology, we can these days work with people around the world. Don't be too afraid to go narrow, especially at the beginning of the business. But my recommendation, like the way I like to do things, is to stay narrow. And if I find later on that um, as you grow your business, you go wider, like one of my mentors is doing now she she was going from being specialized in business and now she opened up to personal transformation i'm i wish i wish she will do well i wish i i'm going to learn from it so i'm curious how that goes but she already built a very successful business into the into the million so i will share with you more when i learn more for now 
I want to to really make you breathe deep and know that defining your niche is a way to success. And now let's talk a little bit like why I shared how your niche um, comes together with your purpose. Let's see how, how your niche is, um, is also uh, aligned with spirituality because I believe that if like if you if you are on a spiritual path and I hope you are if you're listening to this show if you believe there is a higher purpose for everything we do then I I find that when when we work in our niche we are opening ourselves to the people who are have a soul contract to work with us. So think about that. Maybe that will make it easier for you to to really want to narrow the people whom you're working with. Also, we said that, and I strongly believe that when you have your niche, it's, it's your way to thrive. And I tell you why, and I'll tell you a story from my coaching career. When you specialize you are becoming more and more versed at what you do, right? You are becoming more and more successful at addressing specific problems rather than a broad range of problems. So then your business is more sustainable because you're addressing more and more of the same problems and you are becoming more and more experienced. When I started coaching, I started like I'm a strategic intervention coach uh, certified by Tony Robbins so it's a little bit more like you would say life coaching so when I started coaching I had also an office in an area and I didn't specialize in anything basically everybody in that area would be welcome to come walk in and want my coaching and um, this one lady came and her main problem, like her main goal for coaching was that she wa- she was a hoarder. So she gathered stuff in her home to the point that she couldn't live in the house anymore. I mean, she had like a tiny, tiny bed where she could still sleep. But that was her, that was her intention for the coaching. And uh, she was a sweetheart. So she came to me for... Almost, I think, two years, one year and a half. And we solved many, many problems. But we didn't solve the hoarding problem. And I don't know exactly why, but definitely I have no specialty in hoarding. Like I'm not even a consumer. I don't like buying things. And in order, like I really wanted to help. And I did help in many, many ways, like I helped her in the ways that I helped my clients. I helped her gain more confidence. I helped her love herself. I helped her being more empowered. I helped her uh, have some goals for her future. Like I helped her in the ways I knew how to help. She also had, and I also helped her understand the root of the problem uh, for the hoarding. Uh, she had lost her husband in a car accident. And years, like 30 years before we we were meeting for the sessions. And the house she was living in, it was a house that he built. And 
and we discovered that hoarding was a way for her not to have to sell the house, not to have to move out of the house. But we didn't solve the hoarding problem. Like she didn't got rid of a bit of stuff and then she piled up more stuff. And in my desire to help her, I did do research. Like I did watch some, uh, I don't know how the, sh- the reality show is called, The Biggest Hoarder or something like that. There is some reality show about it. And I did do some research. But I have to admit, it was not my specialty and I do not understand the psychology behind it. So I helped her with a lot of things, but I didn't help her with the original request. So I I still felt okay, you know, like I still felt okay. She did get value, but I didn't feel that that that's that's really useful to want to help somebody with everything. And also, even even if I succeeded, let's say I would have studied more and I would have succeeded more, but then maybe I wouldn't see a hoarding client until like two, three years because I don't know how common this situation is. And then I would still never be good enough at doing this. Like I would just give like a lukewarm results and, and not really achieving what my client wanted to achieve. So this is the power of staying in your specialty. This is the power of like you feel good because in business we have to have our confidence and we have to feel good that we are helping our clients because if we feel, oh, maybe she came for this and I didn't solve it, then the confidence goes down and then when the confidence goes down, you can, you don't put yourself out there. So I feel that you're losing, you're, you're losing your confidence and you're losing your ability to do business when when you go in, into too many directions but when you stay with one direction when you stay when you stay focused on what you know and what you know from experience is better than what you know from the books like i did read a bit about how people get to buy stuff and what's the psychology and the addiction but because i have not experienced i didn't feel i have that deep knowledge that i can stand there and say hey Trust me, do this. I know it works because it worked in my case. But I can do this in in the areas that I I help people with, like becoming truly free of the past conditioning. I I can stand there and say, I know it hurts. I know it's painful, but I know it will pass once we solve the critical voice in your head or once we solve... um, you're being put down by your parents or by the society w- you lived in when you grew up. I I know I have that conviction that I've been there. I've done it. I know it's not easy, but I know it's possible. And I know that when you come to the end of it, it will be like, wow, you can't believe that you could be so constrained over the years and now you feel so free. So when when you can bring what you have actually experienced into your work, into your niche, like defining who you're working with and what are you specializing in. I think that that is the power of, and it's the power of experience. And and when you work from that, your confidence goes high and 
and your clients are happy and they rave about you and they tell you how good you are and how much you help them. And even if they don't tell you, because, you know, people go up and down, some days are happy, some days not so happy, but you yourself can can tell yourself that you got good results and you love how you worked with that person. So think about this while we're going on, on a short break. The niche is doing the things you love, doing the things you know, for the people you care about the most. We'll come back shortly. Call in with your question. It's nice to have questions. 866-472-5788. Talk to you soon. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Would you like to find ways to thrive in business and follow your purpose? Many entrepreneurs start their business to be free of constraints, true to themselves, and to make a difference in the world. Once on their own, though, they struggle with clarity of their purpose, confidence to sell themselves, and not being supported in growing their business. You don't have to struggle, and you don't have to do it alone. Join Irina Benedict and the community of purposeful achievers at the Entrepreneur Enlightenment Academy to get support and learn strategies so you, too, can thrive in business while following your purpose. At EntrepreneurEnlightenmentAcademy.com, we combine personal transformation, spiritual healing, and business management strategies to support all aspects of your entrepreneurial journey. Purposeful entrepreneurs like you have a very important mission, to raise the consciousness of the planet so that love and peace prevails. Start your journey today. Go to EntrepreneurEnlightenmentAcademy.com and download your free ebook, How to Transcend Limitations and Thrive. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Entrepreneur Enlightenment. To reach the show live, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send your question via email to ask at arenabenedict.com. That's ask at I-R-I-N-A-B-E-N-E-D-I-C-T.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. This is Irina Benedict, and we are talking about how to define your niche to thrive in business. I hope you had a bit of time to think about what you like to do and for whom, and you are a little bit more clear how to define your niche. I would really welcome your calls. 
I love, 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 love talking to you live because that's the best way to go through the content and that's the best way to um, to help you with your question and it helps everybody on the call last time like we had beautiful questions and I really enjoyed enjoyed answering them so do call in 866-472-5788 I'd love to talk to you and before we're going further I also wanted to tell you to go to my which is entrepreneurenlightenmentacademy.com and download your free ebook How to Transcend Limitations and Thrive. And that will also um, keep you in contact with me because after each show, I write a little bit of um, a blog and I send it out. So that could keep you engaged with the content and you can send me more questions or comments through through that medium. So, um do it after the show or there are links on the page of the voice america that you can directly go and download your ebook and that will keep you in contact with me and with this content and i will be able to help you more so let's let me walk you through some questions to find your niche and i hope you have pen and paper or if you're driving just think it in your head um how to find your niche So one of the major questions is, who do I care about the most? Like what segment of the population? So in the example from the the question we had last week, the, um, the lady was caring more about kids and she felt her purpose is to work with kids. So therefore, her niche will be kids. Who do you care about more? Kids, women, men? Um, it could be um, younger people, older people, like some people care about seniors and helping them in the, that part of their life. So who, what segment of the population uh, you care about more, the most, right? Like this is, could be like the age group, but also define who they are, women, men, kids, um, managers, uh, entrepreneurs like in my case uh, business owners like whatever you find that you care about the most then where would you like to make a difference like do you like to make a difference locally and uh, I know like I'm I'm also I love I love local because I love to hug people so I love to work with people that I can meet once in a while and hug and be with them so I, I do have um, a local focus, but also a global focus. When I had the choice to, to focus only globally and have most, most of my work online, I realized that I do care about local people because I care about community. And I feel that we are we are developing community from where we are moving forward. But I know there are many successful entrepreneurs and and many kind souls who like to serve globally. So it's up to you to know where in the world you would like to make a difference locally, globally, and how. Another question to find your niche is who do you connect with easily? Like 
if you are in a, like if you walk into a group of strangers of all sorts of ages and backgrounds, who do you feel that you connect most with? Like in my case, I connect very well with entrepreneurs because they are very determined to make something to create something they are also very determined to grow themselves like personal development is important to them i i see entrepreneurs they they stay away from small talk and talking about the weather and that's why like i feel that when i go in a group let's say i go to a wedding uh, that i don't know many people and maybe it's not my family and i tend to to find who else is there and who's in business and I like to talk with them about how's it going, what works for you, what doesn't, how you do with what you do. So that's also a good question because if you if you want to serve people that you cannot easily connect with, that's that's not easy, right? Then you will have to really work hard and, and struggle to connect with those people. But if you instantly... Uh, walk into to a group and you connect with a certain uh, certain types of people then you know those could be your niche and um, the caller last week she said she's drawn to kids so I would be curious if she went to a wedding and let's say she doesn't know that many people does she end up playing the games with the kids that would be like she really connects with the kids she really that's where her heart goes right so it's very interesting and maybe I don't expect you to come up with your niche today so don't be hard on yourself if you cannot figure it out send me an email and I'll help you but start to observe who are the persons people that I connect with most and easy and some people connect with their ethnic group right they feel that um, like uh, at one point I was thinking that maybe I work with people who are new to the country because I came to Canada and I know a little bit of the struggles, but it just was not my purpose. But I, at one point in, in time, I thought, okay, maybe I help people integrate and I help people find jobs and I help people find their way of being in this new country and maybe people from East Europe, like where I am from. But it just, just that was not really my purpose so I let it go but it came to me at one time and then as as uh, as I said a little bit before break what area can I specialize in where do I have the most experience and and that's a very good way to start because you have the most experience then it's the easiest for you to work in that area and then as you grow and you gain more and more experience in other areas you can expand but at the beginning it's good to stay with the area where you have the most experience the personal experience and then you will gain professional experience so I hope this this kind of gives you a little bit of how to find your niche and maybe also gives you a little bit of understanding of why when you find your niche, your business can grow faster because you make it easy for you. You make your work easy. If, if you do what you love to do for people you love to connect with, don't you feel like that may not even be 
consider working, like you do what you love to do and with people whom you love and connect. So it feels almost like it's not work. That's what it feels to me. As when you do what you're passionate about and um, and you do it with people you connect easily, I think it's, it's just a, a joy and a flow. And when you try to find your specialty, like, again, look at what do you love to do? Do you love helping people? Do you love analyzing data? I mean, we all in the end help people through our work. But some people like some practitioners are more direct with helping people, like talking to people hands-on. Some people, let's say, they love analyzing data and structuring the data, and that data helps people. So in the end, they all all of our activities help people because that's the, the purpose of a business is to serve. Uh, but think about what do you like? Do you like to be creative? Do you like painting? Do you like arranging flowers? And then how can you specialize in that area for the segment of the population you want to work with? And sometimes what's interesting, we can make a business out of what we started as a hobby. So if you have hobbies, like personal development was my hobby. I was an engineer, so it was nothing to me like uh, I was I was in engineering field. So personal development and growing and, and understanding how the mind works and why we suffer and what can we do not to suffer, it was my hobby. It started ages ago, like even... I remember as a teenager, I was buying psychology uh, magazines, um, but still I went to engineering. Uh, don't ask me why. That's another story for another show. Um, but that was my hobby. So I studied, I read books, I took courses, I took coaching even before I knew that I would ever want to do coaching as a profession. It just because it was my hobby. So if you if you are at a place where you have a hobby and then try to think, how can I turn it into a business? Because when you're passionate about something, we will be doing it well. And that's when that's when, uh, when you do something well, that's when the clients come to you and that's when the money comes to you. And that's, that's how the joy um the joy of doing the joy of doing business and then striving in business it's easy so i hope from what we talk and when we come back from the break we will talk about what to do when people outside your niche are interested interested in your services but we talked about how when you find your niche when you define your niche you have way better chances to thrive in business, to grow your business and to be where you want to be because it's easy, you gain confidence and you have expertise. I also hope you understood that when you work in your niche, you're actually serving your purpose and you're serving the people whom you may have a sole contract to work with. Yeah, and, and those are two major points that you can take a little bit of time during this break to think about. And when we come back, we will talk about what to do when people outside your niche are interested in your services. I'll talk to you soon and please be sure to call in 866-472-5788. Talk to you soon. 
the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Would you like to find ways to thrive in business and follow your purpose? Many entrepreneurs start their business to be free of constraints, true to themselves, and to make a difference in the world. Once on their own, though, they struggle with clarity of their purpose, confidence to sell themselves, and not being supported in growing their business. You don't have to struggle, and you don't have to do it alone. Join Irina Benedict and the community of purposeful achievers at the Entrepreneur Enlightenment Academy to get support and learn strategies so you, too, can thrive in business while following your purpose. At EntrepreneurEnlightenmentAcademy.com, we combine personal transformation, spiritual healing, and business management strategies to support all aspects of your entrepreneurial journey. Purposeful entrepreneurs like you have a very important mission, to raise the consciousness of the planet so that love and peace prevails. Start your journey today. Go to EntrepreneurEnlightenmentAcademy.com and download your free ebook, How to Transcend Limitations and Thrive. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to Entrepreneur Enlightenment. To reach the show live, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send your question via email to ask at arenabenedict.com. That's ask at I-R-I-N-A-B-E-N-E-D-I-C-T dot com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. This is Irina Benedict and today we talk about niche how to define your niche, how to work in your niche so your business can thrive. So let's talk a little bit now what to do when people outside your niche are interested in your services. You have few choices, right? Like if it feels right for you to serve them, serve them. If it doesn't feel aligned, if it doesn't feel that you have the experience, it's good to keep a roster of college uh, colleagues that are specialized in, in other areas and be able to refer the potential client to them. It's all, also like uh, courtesy and it's, it's, it's a very, very nice way to support other practitioners, other service providers, other businesses by referring the right client to them. But if it feels right for you and if it's in your specialty, do serve them. Uh, what the distinction I want you to understand is when you define your niche and you write your marketing copy, you write your marketing copy to match that niche. But definitely if you find that there are people who can also you serve, 
and they don't really f- like match that niche but you feel that you feel a connection with them you feel that you know how to serve them then definitely take them on because you don't know um, when the spiritual truths like in my case I work with entrepreneurs and once in a while there are um, some people who want to work with me who are not entrepreneurs and they may not even like think about opening a business. Uh, somehow in certain cases, they, they come to want to open a business after after we work together. But the initial, they, they, they need to work on that, Becoming Truly Free. And that's the name of my upcoming book, Becoming Truly Free, A Journey from Pain to Purpose. And so I'm passionate about that. And that is also part of what uh, the Entrepreneurial Enlightenment curriculum is because I believe to do well in business, you have to grow yourself first. So when people that don't have a business and they are not thinking about a business, let's say they are retired or retiring and uh, nothing thinking about the business when they come and want to work with me i tend to to try to find that connection and see if 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 we're really connected and in some cases like i remember uh, one of uh, uh, exhibits i i was a vendor somewhere uh, somebody sat down on my chair we didn't we exchanged very very few words and then she started crying and uh, it's just like from the energy, from the connection. And then she said, she told me a bit about why, why is she crying and what's the emotion. And she said that um, her mother lost her mom when her mom was five. And guess what? My mother lost her mom when she was five. So immediately I knew that we have a purpose together. And what is interesting is that she was not close. She wished a business, but she was not close to opening a business. And, you know, like the the brain comes in, the logical, the strategic part of myself comes in and says, well, can I really help this person if she is far from starting a business? Because one of the things that I like to be proud of, and it's maybe from my ego, I like to be proud of the fact that when people invest in working with me, that investment is coming back to them through their growth of their business. But if this person didn't even have a business, then I cannot see the, that return coming back to her. So it just it felt a little bit out of my strategic realm, but definitely felt very spiritually connected. And I want to say, bless her heart, this woman, we did some work that was it, so deep and so deep for her. And I think it's so deep also for me. So I, I want you to know, do not turn people around if you feel a connection, even if they are not in your niche. I think your niche is good for your marketing purposes to be very clear who you're serving. So those are the majority of people. But if somebody comes to you with with something that you know you can solve, like I, I knew, like if I was strictly a business coach, only talking about marketing and sales and this, and this woman came to me with the emotional with her mother, then of course it wouldn't it wouldn't work for me. But because in what I do, I'm combining business with spirituality and personal transformation, then definitely that is what 
she was experiencing, I knew how to work with and how to help her. So this is this is a very good point. And also maybe it makes you a little bit more relaxed into defining your needs. Like you don't have to work only with that those people you can work broader but your marketing needs to be very clear so you have clients to start with i hope it makes sense i like to ask my clients does it make sense but i i don't have you on the chat or on the phone it's funny so another point i wanted to discuss is when we when we are searching for the best way to do business I also like you to imagine that you are dancing with the universe. I like this metaphor because when you're dancing with someone, you're hearing the music, but also you have to see where that person is moving and for you to follow or maybe for you to lead. And it's just like a give and take. Like sometimes you lead with your strategic mind or working with a coach like me, strategically thinking, okay, what's... What's uh, the best thing here to find the niche? But also let the universe come to you. Let the universe give you clues. And um, I'll give you an example. Like, as I said, when I started, I worked with everyone who needed some to achieve some results, right? Like the person who wanted to clear her mess in the house, her hoarding habit. And... um, as I, as I progressed, and this is what I want you to know, you constantly, constantly refine your business. It is never done. It is never my marketing is done, my business is done, my website is done. I know uh, some of my clients frustrated with the website. It's never done. It's constantly, constantly, constantly refining. So when I was at crossroads, not knowing what to like I was thinking okay is it uh, managers in corporate because I was a manager so I understood who is who is my what is my niche who are the people who I love to work with who are the people who I have experience to help and by that time my business was was stable and was doing well so I asked the universe, you know, like I'm a bit confused here. So universe, please help me out. And I made a wish. I said, the first person who calls me, so not the people I reach out to them, say, hey, are you ready to work with me? But the first person who calls me and wants to work with me, that will be my ideal client. That will be my niche. And guess what? She was an entrepreneur from a group of entrepreneurs I was uh, part with and I started to understand that entrepreneurs are the people who I love to work with the most because of the um, the impact they make in the world so it's also my impact goes through their impact and it just creates a ripple effect also I always had a business mind I like business I like to strategy I like to strategize with people so when I found this niche through this person that the universe sent it to call me that's when I feel I have arrived at my business and this is how Entrepreneur Enlightenment Academy was born. 
I hope this has helped you. Send me a message, download your free ebook to be uh, in contact with me via email, and I'll see you next Wednesday at 11 a.m. AT right here. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneur Enlightenment. Be sure to join Irina Benedict again for another program next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.